and, and people don't know this, but you're the only point guard that averaged 20 and seven assists a game or 20 and eight assists a game for seven seasons in a row like that, man. Mm -hmm. No one else. We saw, I think Isaiah Thomas did it six times. Magic did it, I think six or five times. But to this day, you're the only PG that had that type of run, man. And I'm looking at these numbers and I see Hall of Fame numbers. I mean, that's what they are. You know, I think a lot of people get it misconstrued as far as me making it into the Hall of Fame because of my personality. So they get the person mixed up with the personality. But my game is my game. And what was done was done. You know, you got guys in, a, in the Hall of Fame that have never um, won a championship before, but they made it to the Hall of Fame. But, you know, the popularity and who they are and what they've done for the franchises that they play for, I think that was probably their significant component in them being able to receive those that that accolade and being able to be a hall of famer i think from what i've done playing basketball in the nba in china i think it comes together and it combines so it's right. it's a little bit different but as i as i tell people you can put my numbers in the hall of fame you don't got to put me in there and another thing man and i always speak on this is the eye test your game like, if you could just watch Stefan Marbury at his peak play, you could see that's a Hall of Fame talent, man. Just the way you used your handle, the change of direction, getting in the lane, you know, hop, step, up and under. You were like kind of like a D-Rose in a way, before D-Rose, you know. Mm. Uh, playing above the rim, taking contact, just playing with that athletic aggression, bringing that street game, man. Your game had so much flair, so much flavor to it. And just like, it was just so beautiful to watch, man. Talk about that. I mean... I always played a physical style game coming from, from Coney Allen with the way how we play, played growing up. You know, we didn't play fouls. You couldn't call a foul. So um, the obvious fouls, they'll give you the ball back. But, you know, we you couldn't really call call a foul. So being that you couldn't do that when you're playing, you get used to this 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 style and this, this tempo and how, you know, you play everywhere, whether it was All-American camp, whether it was Fab 40, top 40 players, no matter where you were playing at, McDonald's, right. All-American game, you, that was just your style. So coming into the NBA, you know, I was like 175 pounds when I first got into the NBA. And then my second year, I put on like 15 pounds, um, knowing that I wanted to play that same, that same style, that same tempo as far as being able to run down the middle of the lane. It's not too many guards that run down the middle of the lane in the NBA, which uh, I did that on a regular, which was something that I made a living off of doing and, and love doing it, which, you know, I worked to be able to put myself in that, that position to be able to play like that. Man, I remember you would come, you're right, straight down the middle of the lane. It was a rebound coast to coast. You yeah. know, you took a lot of contact. I remember once I read, like, um, speaking on the, getting the putting on muscle, I used to study you a lot coming up. And I remember you one time, I can't remember where I read it, but you're like, after my first year in the league, I started training like a football player. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I went and I started training with the football coach from Georgia Tech. Um, <laughs> and I started doing all of the stuff that the football players were doing. And I thought, you know, it, it, helped, my, it helped me get stronger and it helped me get um, – to a physical physical place where I was able to allow my body to 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 be muscular in the way that I I needed to have that thick layer and then yeah. I switched up and I started doing all you know metabolic all different type of 
other ways of how to train incorporated with that football style mentality. But I started to, you know, add so many different things to my my training that it allowed me to be able to be one of the guards that, you know, I think I played like five seasons, but I didn't miss a game. Yeah. You know, so I was putting myself in a position not only for the, the physical part, but the, you know, the, the mental part and in going into playing that long grind of a season. Right. Um, if I were to look back at your career and you were to look back on it, which version of yourself would you say was your peak as far as just top of your game, top of your skill physically and everything? Which version of Stefan Marbury was at his best? I think when I was, you know, at the like when I came to China, when I came to China, my game got so much better. It got so much um, more defined because I started um, to understand the game completely different. Um, the training here is completely different, whereas they train way, way more than we train in America. You know, we train three hours a day, two times a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, one practice, Friday, two practice, Saturday, two practice, Sunday off. So I was doing that for like, you know, the last six years, the first six years, the, like the, 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 the six years I was in Beijing, we were training like that. So because I was training like that every day and my body got used to it, my skills with the ball, my passing, everything just be was sharp at all times. It was like I, I was I was really on it. And China's a little bit different. It's a it's it's kind of harder to play like because in the NBA is man to man. Yeah, you know you got illegal defense in China. You can stand. You can have men stacked up in the middle of the lane, which was often when I played. So to score and to be able to get to the basket, you had to really create. It's like playing in oh. high school, playing in college. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot harder. And a lot, college is harder than the NBA. It People is. don't really realize that, understand yeah. that. It's really hard to play right. in college. Right. So and, when you can score in college and go to the NBA, you know it's going to be it's gonna be easy. For sure, because you got you got a whole team guarding you. You know, you got zone coverage. You got the lane is packed. Everything. Right, boxing ones, trying ones, all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, speaking on that, and I always wonder, like, it, bro, I wonder this like three, four times a week. What would AI Marbury and Baron Davis and C. Francis do in today's game with all this spacing? It's more (laughs) one on one now than ever. Like, you thought (laughs) your arrow, you thought your arrow was one on one, bro. Like, this era is legit AAU as far as where the game is. You guys (laughs) eat in this era. (laughs) I mean, it's it's. I mean, we would do the same things that we we did during during those times in this in this era. I don't think it it would change. Um, I think it's the the officiating is different. You know, yeah. when I came into the league, AI and I came into the league, we played against guys like Derek Harper, like mm-hmm. guys that can put. You know, this he was like the master and <laughs> riding people and putting his hand on your hip and stealing the ball from. You know, those guys, way more physical, way different. Patrick mm-hmm. Ewing, I mean, Terry Cummins, people that guys, people probably Strong don't even man. know who these guys, <laughs> just super-duper, Charles Oakley, these are like <laughs> animal ballistic dudes. Grown so, ass you know, when, when you play against these type of guys, and there's so many other guys that people yeah. don't even know about, when yeah. you play against those type of guys and the physicality of the game, because that – the, the game was so much different during that time and how they played physically and how they officiated the game. You know, when you watch today's game, 
the flagrant twos was regular fouls and during those times. Right. So when you went into the lane, you knew what was going to happen. You knew you was going you was going to take one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, you know, we we would score, we would do the same thing, but you know, as the game shifts and and the, and the generation changes as far as the guys that are playing, you know, I think guys playing now they would have been able to adjust as well. Yeah. I think the adjustability is something that don't, people don't talk about. We always talk about, oh, what would Mike do in today's game? You know, I mean, that's Michael Jordan. <laughs> three or four oh, games. Mike do it. <laughs> in, in, in three or four games, he'd figure it out, and he'd be back to peak Michael Jordan, you know.